people and Asian people cannot use the N-word, yeah? But black people can. I know you're thinking double standards. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh. Let me tell you the two originations of the N-word. The first, about, first of all, most slaves came from the Nigeria area. It was shortened to Niger, which was shortened to nigger. That's how it came about. Then it was used during slave trade, yeah, as a way to demean the black man. At the same time, in old Ethiopian language, niggers, N-E-G-U-S, means royalty. It means you are glorifying your skin. So the take back of the word nigger is for two things, to call each other royalty because he my nigger, and the second thing is to show we ain't no slave, and we can call each other nigger because we've retaken that word. However, even if a white person says it to me, even if they're not being racist to me, I don't care. You don't use that word to me because originally when you used it to my ancestors, it wasn't no play word, it wasn't no rap word, yeah? So I'm going to use it to my nigger. Ain't nobody using that word to me if you're not black. This podcast has been brought to you by a four-eyed production. And now, let's start the show. Yo, 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 yo. What's the deal? What is the deal, people? What's the deal, Pickles? <laughs> what? You know, oh, like deal pickles. Like feeling little? No. Oh, like yeah. just a regular phrase. Yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't heard anybody say it in a long time. What's the deal, pickles? You showing your age? I am only twenty one. I heard that from you. So no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I got that from you. Did you so. just call me? No, I did not. Oh my god. I did not call you old. I'm just saying. You know, some of us are more seasoned than others, and I'm only 21, okay? Well, if you're so, 21, that makes me 24, so... You're, that would still make you older than me a little bit. Just a little bit. I do not just like her. Just a touch of love. I do not like her. Bit. Just a I'm little just going to talk to our listeners today. What's now, up, y'all? Listen, do not try to cut me off for them. <laughs> they can Why? wait because they can wait two seconds. That is so rude. Until we Are get you, Courtney going to be rude two, Courtney two be weeks rude. in a row? Courtney, be rude. Because I done had two That's going to be her permanent. Let's go. That's how Let's you do. Go. Let's go. With my fingers pointed at Ooh. the mic. Let's go. The Negroes start going to a whole bunch of black businesses and all of a sudden they start acting brand no. no, I'm just playing. You can talk to them. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. We black like we never left. I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney B. And this is episode 27 of the Culture Shock Podcast. Woo woo. Which is my life number. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. This is going to be good. Like, this is going to be bigly significant. Bigly. Bigly. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> bigly. We're going to win bigly like y'all's president. Yeah. Not mine. Oh, no. He's definitely not mine. But y'all's. But he, y'all. I mean, well... If you're probably, listening to this show, probably not y'all. Probably not yours either. But you got some friends. You got some friends and who, some coworkers who, who who did us in, who did us dirty. It's cool. But look, November is coming. Retribution, yeah, it's okay. coming. And I want my forty acres and my mule. All of that by hook or crook. I'm getting it. By hook or, or crook. crook, I am getting it. Shout out to North Carolina. Oh crook. So, how was your weekend? Girl, my weekend was pleasant. I got me some good old sleep, girl. That's why I'm so hyped. What? I know. I got me some good old sleep. Friday night and Saturday. Well, Friday I had a migraine. I had a migraine for like two days. Okay. Which it had been building because I haven't been properly hydrating. I Mm -hmm. haven't been properly sleeping. 
And so it was just a culmination of everything. So that matters. I'm telling you, that water and that rest <laughs> and some greens. Yeah, I had what changed your life? Too. I put some greens up in my egg white. I know you a did. A couple days in a row. I know you did. Looking good, skin clear. You look well rested. Starting with a train in the morning. What? I'm coming for these hoes. Girl. I'm about to put booking in my bio. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made me spit my water out. Get ready. Out. If they can do it, I can do it too. Give me some long uh, Indian Remy lace front popping. Uh, mink eyelashes. Mink eyelashes. Okay. Give me some long square Shanae nails like y'all rocking nowadays. Is that what's in? I guess I so. never know. I I'm always never behind. in a million years have that on my nails. But this is what I see the girls. Oh. You know, the If kids. it works for you, that's fine. I mean, I mean not me, you, but then. If it gets me booked. Booked and busy? Booked and busy. No, you already work. busy. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so y'all know good well, I'm not doing that. She's not doing that. But well, that seems to be the formula these days. I don't know. I guess. Add the booking in there. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't believe in my. I do. I will, what I want up. you to do is I want you to let your agent work that out. Okay, cool. I gotta find me one first. Fact. That's okay. It's coming too. It is. Hey Tyler Perry, are you listening? Probably. Go I'm ahead. Tagging. Send me some buys. Send me some buys. <laughs> It does not work that way. It does work that way. He just bought Tiffany a car. We gonna get there. Um, it do work that way, Tyler. Anyway, hey. ask me how my weekend was. How was you your even weekend? Ask me how my weekend how was. How was your weekend? It can be summed up in a few words. Cookouts, fish fries, laughs, love, and meetings. Oh, you was busy. I was busy, but mostly having a good time, which is what I need more of. Yes. A good time. And even my meeting was a good time because it was with you. I know we had a good meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, um, and actually, the fish fry is today after we get off of the air. So, that's going to be fun. I got it my is. margarita mix going already. Yes. I have to go and get myself together because if y'all can see what I look like. She mm. looks fine. Jesus Christ. You want to go home and change clothes to get pretty and come sit back in front of me. Well, you know, I mean, listen, y'all, I got on. Um, a dingy t-shirt with coffee stains. <laughs> I asked her if she wanted another tea. Some construction workers toboggan on my head. It's cute. My old glasses. They cute. Because I couldn't find my regular ones. I mean, busted. You're not busted. But when I got in that car today and started bumping that tea mix of boot up, it didn't even matter how I look. Let me tell Windows you. When down, moonroof open, what? blasting. Okay? That version... Is the version. I felt like a million dollars. I don't want to hear nobody else. No. And now you know what? Just T-Pain seen boot up. It's so Period. bad. I could just stop it when he's done. Yeah. Fact. Like, I'm sitting there like, I gotta listen Is that to rude? No. Okay. I'm sitting there like, I gotta listen to another four or five minutes of this. No. Let's just rewind it on back. <laughs> <laughs> and let Teddy Payne start you're, over again. You're one of okay? those. Yes, I am. But, I mean, it, it's beautiful outside. It truly is. It wasn't too hot. You know, the heat beat us down, like, for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, these last few days have been progressively better. Right. Um, I know right before this, like, I went to the gym. And when I stepped out of the door, I was like, man, the breeze was going. The nice sun out was out. This is a good day for a cookout, fish fry, whatever you guys have going on. It's going to be all right. Get it popping. Mm-hmm. So, let's get into this content so we can eat, because, you know. Once I get hangry, it's over. Are you hangry? I am not. I'm just saying. Oh. I know we have a tendency for uh, long shows, which is good for a lot of our listeners because they listen while they're working out. They listen while they're cleaning up. They listen on their commutes. 
keep them occupied at work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For those who are good at multitasking. However, if we go two hours on this and I get hangry <laughs> like 30 minutes in, it's not going to be pretty for anybody. No, it's not. So, so let's roll. Yeah, so good, bad, and indifferent. Lots of things happen in the world this week, per usual. Um, what you got? Um, well, let's just talk about my favorite. Okay. Who is Queen Latifah? Oh, God. So everybody yes. everybody knows that Essence Fest it went down this past um, weekend. It's always the week of the 4th of mm-hmm. July down in New Orleans, and everybody... Um, gets that girl's trip on and goes down there and lives her best life. It was a lot of that this time because of the movie from last time. Like, everybody's dubbing this their girl's trip. A lot of um, just positive energy and just beautiful black people. So, um, Queen Latifah, and I think you mentioned him before on, like, one of our first episodes, the Shea Moisture Founder. Yes. Now, how you... Racial, racial, you didn't. Racial, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically announced a twenty million dollar investment partnership for the Makers and um, Creators Fund, and they're calling this particular one the Essence Fund. And it's going to be um, the initial partnership will be between um, Queen Latifah's production company, Flavor Unit Entertainment, which everybody knows Flavor mm-hmm. Unit if you grew up in the nineties. Okay. Um, uh, which, according to Dennis, will ensure that Black creators. Um, can basically create their own content and not just work for somebody else. Yes. And um, Queen Latifah was quoted as saying, you know, when you first start, it's hard to get the capital to fund your ideas and your projects. Yes. So this will help, you know, movers and shakers in the entertainment industry that are just coming up to have some type of capital to get their dreams out there so i'm excited to see what comes of it because there's some brilliant minds walking around out here they just ain't got no money that is so i was just <laughs> i just took no the money. words right out of my mouth that's so true and it's so funny that you bring up racial you because um i wanted to talk about him today too so in addition to that money um he launched a hundred million dollar fund to support women entrepreneurs um so, of course, for those who have been listening in our early on episodes, you'll remember we did discuss him. Um, he sold Shea Moisture in 2017. Mm-hmm. And now he's in, already invested over $30 million into the New Voice Fund as well. So that's to back um, women entrepreneurs of color. Um, and not only is he investing, like, the money just specifically for those businesses, but providing the resources to boost their success since women entrepreneurs of color are the largest growing group but receive less than, um, I think, 3% of funding mm-hmm. overall. So those are big moves, you know, coming from one direction. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love Queen Latifah. I don't yeah. know what it is about her that I just love so much. I think she's genuine. She was raised right. That's what it is. I just love her. Like, I've always just felt like she was just so good at what she does. And she just seems like she's genuinely herself yep i believe that like you know a lot of times whenever i'm watching movies if you are acting and i see you in the role as opposed to the character you're trying to play i get annoyed but i don't feel that way Mm -mm. even when Mm -mm. you know queen latifah is just queen latifah with a different name in a film i still appreciate her presence yeah it's it's still queen latifah yep she's still true to her essence 
Yeah. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. Pun intended. I yes, like it. Pun intended. See, you know what a pun is. People post stuff. Oh, I hate like, it. No pun. I'm like, but I hate it. It wasn't a pun. It wasn't girl. a pun to begin with. You need to listen. Unlike some of y'all, I did have honors English all through high school. But it ain't even about that. Like, But some people don't know. They mm-hmm. didn't really have to know these types of things. I mean, they may have brushed over it, but you know when you in those honors and AP classes, you got to know this stuff. Yes. And so I had a really good teacher. I can't even remember that lady's name. I just know she had white hair. And she was really good. And when I tell you, like, I learned those literary terms, like, front to back. Yeah. A pun is not like a joke. Like, I think people think that it's like some type of like a joke. Like, if they make a joke, it's like no pun intended. Yeah, but that's not what that means. Right. A pun is an actual literary term. Look it up. Look it up, because I'm not going to give you everything. Because you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Google and it. Google is free. Google examples. And quit putting no pun intended on shit that ain't no pun. Ain't never even been seen in the damn statement. Sorry, I'm going off, but... That's okay. It drives me nuts when people do that. Me too. Be like, oh yeah, you know, she ain't cute, no pun intended. What? <laughs> I'm like... That was a weird example. It was a weird example, but it be stupid stuff like that. That has nothing to do with a pun. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. Anyway, what else you got for me? So many things. Because you okay. be knowing stuff, girl. You be knowing all the things. Wait a minute. I'm trying to get on your level. I don't know all the things. You know all the things. Okay. You know important things. That's all that matters. Does that mean you trying to say I'm smart? You very smart. Thank you, girl. I mean, I'm you black. Like and I'm smart. smart. And I'm and proud. proud girl. <laughs> I know. Ooh, what? What's wrong with us? <laughs> Crazy. But that's why they love us. Crazy, sexy, and cool. Shout out to uh, TLC. Shout out to T-Boz, Left Eye, and chili okay shout out to tion lisa and Rosanda. boom ogtlcd right names. here <laughs> listen the blueprint for so many other girl groups how can you not love them and the blueprint for just being your yourself self. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. It's so true. Telling these niggas, no, you're not about to be running up in me, shooting the club up. Where is your protection? Have you got tested? Okay. That is so true. Come on. One of the first groups to be like, no, you need to wrap it up. Like, we're women, but you're not going to put us in this box either. No, you're not about to just do with me what you choose, okay? Because I'm crazy, sexy, cool. All right? The crazy is in there. Look at left eye. Burn the shit down, boo. <laughs> Burn it down. Okay, moving on. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I want to begin with some North Carolina slash triad news. Okay. Um, because a lot of our listeners are here. North Carolina. Yes, PD. Um, so racial profiling has cost ID Adam, aka Adam Bloom, his job. Um, Adam called the police in our stumping grounds, like around the Winston-Salem area, mm-hmm. on Jasmine Edwards for using the pool in her community last week. And so, you know, if you had... So I, I know that it wasn't an apartment complex, but you know how, like, we've lived in apartments before and you have to have the little fob to swipe you in, and a lot of uh, housing communities also have that to mm-hmm. get to the pool area. So she swiped, got into the pool, but Adam wanted to see her ID, and when she would not uh, provide that for him, he called the cops. I'm sick of white people calling the police like it's customer service. It is customer service for them. Don't get it, get it twisted. Get it together. No, don't and get it twisted. That's exactly what it is. And I'm telling you, I watched this 
And the only thing that made me upset was that sister didn't ask to see his ID. Right. Let now, me that's see, exactly let me what I would have done. That's the very first thing. Get out of my head, girl. That's what I was, the whole time I was watching, I was like, ask him ask for him, his ID. Exactly. Ask him where's his keep up. Because as, do you do you really live here? As soon as somebody showed it to me, I was like, okay, but did she ask him? And they were like, no. That's what I would have done. Okay, now, uh, mm-hmm. Adam, with your Pee Wee Herman looking ass, let me see your ID. Where is your key fob? Which dumb ass. You know what? Someone <laughs> made a valid point and said um, that we should stop making up these cutesy nicknames for them. Like, you know, he's uh, ID Adam or whatever. Cause, no, because it's not funny. Yeah, we make... And, and and black people generally have a tendency to make light of heavy situations because they are so heavy and because we are inundated with these things daily. So I totally understand, um, but I, I never even thought about it that way until I heard it out of somebody else's mouth. And I was like, you know what, that's that's valid. Yeah, that's why I Like, this is very Adam. serious. Because in these situations where we're making up names, you know, nobody has been killed, been in other scenarios, like... These scenarios lead to those scenarios where we're hashtagging um, yeah. black names and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. So yeah, that's like um, I I was watching or catching up on the second the second season of Dear White People, mm-hmm. and if you watched, my thing is as long as it's been out. If you ain't watched it by now, then I'm just sorry. It ain't like it just came right. out. So spoiler alert. But in the last season, one of the characters. Um, had a gun pulled on him by campus security. Yeah. And so this season kind of shows... I remember that. Okay. Shows him dealing with, you know, the effects of that traumatic situation. He basically has PTSD. Mm-hmm. And he made a statement like, you know, I do not... I'm a good individual. I'm a nice person. I don't pose a threat. But the mere fact that you think that I do is an actual threat to my life. Right. Because you calling the police for something like this, it could escalate and be something totally different and then I've lost my life for some of your misconception or right. your your bias towards me for no reason. And that's I'm like that is so true like because you the mere thought that you have that I'm a threat to you can lead me to lose my life. Right. Because you calling the police on me is a threat to my life at this point. What forever right. because that's why the the institution of policing that's that's how it came about. Mm-hmm. To police us. Yes. So, bitch, get it together. Look, you know what? God, no. Not to, not to let nobody do that to me. Because I'm flipping the table. I feel like I would, too. <laughs> I'm flipping the and table. And people would be like, oh, I can't believe, like, Tiffany did that? But, yeah. like, I, I'm so emotionally invested in that. And, and I need to work on it. But I get so angry. I could just feel it all over my body. And I've said this before. I have a very physical response to my emotions. Like, I just, that's why I try not to get worked up. But if I get worked up, it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I would have been like, I'm not, this is not over with until I see your ID. Mm -hmm. Because how do I know you live here? Where do you keep up? Even if the police were there. Yes. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. No, no. We're yours. Yes. Because if, I, if you think I don't, I don't know you either. We're yours, right? And I need to see it, right? And I don't know if you're gonna try to like. I'd be like, I, I feel threatened. I don't know if when you guys leave, I'm you know he's gonna accost me. I, I want to see his ID. Exactly. Ooh. 
So that wasn't the only case. Um, similarly, in Philly, at the Philadelphia Zoo this week, a white security woman called the cops on a, a group of black kids because they were raising money for football. I need to take a pause in the story right quick and say, I cannot tell you the amount of times from being a, a, a young child through my collegiate years where we've posted up to mm-hmm. fundraise for something that was important to us because we didn't have the means to, like we couldn't just go to our parents because they didn't have it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, extracurricular activities or what have you. Um, so anyway, when the cops arrived, they accosted the whole group and I watched the video several times. You can hear the black coworker. So there was, um, it was a security guard that called, white security guard that called. You could hear the black security guard, who was also a woman, crying and saying to the white coworker, this is what you did, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then I guess whatever's happening, she's like, she screams no. And then she said, what do you mean? So Sarah had responded and said, I just wanted them to leave. But you called the police. So the black, the black um, lady was like... Um, like, this is what you want? Like, yeah. repeatedly, like, this is what you want? Um, and <laughs> it just sucks. Like, it, you know, if you watch the video, it really is sad. Like, these kids were just trying to raise money for their football team. Yeah, like, why would you call the police? They um, weren't breaking any laws. Right. I'm really glad that um, that she stood up to her coworker yeah. in that way. You know, and I don't know what the exchange was after like, I'm not saying that they did this, but just knowing the way that people work, I could actually see the black lady getting in trouble mm-hmm. with with uh, her place of employment mm-hmm. for, you know, questioning the white co-worker in front of everybody or, you know, making a big deal or being emotional. But she can relate on a different level. Mm-hmm. That at, at that point, she wasn't even, she probably wasn't thinking Oh, I'm at work. Let me behave like I'm at work. She's a black woman watching these black kids who were raising money for football get taken, you know, away or some of them taken away, you know, by the police and others held back. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Traumatic. I don't, it is. And they'll never forget it. No. Trust me. And then you wonder why people have so much distrust in the police mm-hmm. and don't want to call you or say anything because... It's been so many times where someone calls the police for a serious issue and then they're the ones going to jail. Yes. So what am I going to call you for? Right. You're just going to make situations worse. Yeah, I've had to explain several times before. Like, I've I've heard people say, you know, white people and, and other black people before talk about how we don't trust um, police officers. And I'm like, especially in your youth, mm-hmm. if you've ever... Either because they're like, oh, well, how can you relate? You know, like nobody's ever had you in hand, first handcuffs. Like, first of all, you don't know that. And secondly, mm-hmm. you know, even if you've been in the room or in the home or, you know, on the corner with your friends, when something happens, especially when you're young, it does affect you forever. Mm-hmm. You do blink twice or look a, look a little harder or move along a little faster whenever you see the police coming, even if you've done nothing wrong yep. because it's conditioning. I don't even look at them. Yep, me neither. I really don't. I don't even look at them. I'm just like, don't say nothing to me. I won't say nothing to you. And I will say this. I have had to call the police myself one time in my whole entire life and they were not helpful at all. No. If anything, they made me feel like I had done something wrong. And in that moment, I was like, see, 
This is why I don't. This come. is why. So, um, anyway, not saying that they they helped Lil Wayne. So, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. That was petty. Um, but anyway, so keeping on with the theme of police, but a little lighter. Okay. The Miami police were ordered to return almost $20,000 to a stripper and her husband. Good. They're already laughing. Dang on thieves. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I saw thieves. it, too. Criminals. So, um, Thugs. <laughs> Raz Kate, and I think her name is Liz Mixel Batista. Jesus, be a fan. Listen, talk to her mama. She didn't name herself. Anyway, she works at the, or, yeah, works at the Cheetah um, Gentleman's Club. Uh, in Florida, and they were arrested on May 25th in Miami. So the police, this is what happened. The police seized six guns, marijuana oil, um, several bottles of codeine uh, that didn't have, like, valid prescription labels, and they confiscated almost $20,000 in bills from Batista's purse. Mm -hmm. This is important, the purse part. So this... Happened to be seen on body cam footage. Now, I'm not saying that they didn't tell on their own. But I'm just saying we know because of the body cam footage. Mm-hmm. So, Batista, the the woman in this scenario, said that she was supposed to go to the bank to deposit the money. Um, and they originally got charged with armed drug dealing and some other felonies. But the arrest was challenged. And the prosecutor dropped the um, the case. So, I have several issues with this. Mm-hmm. Because the search for the trunk where they got found the guns was illegal. Dade County Police did not receive permission for the search um, of Raz's trunk. The weapons were legal. We, we talked about, you know, concealed carriers mm-hmm. on this um, podcast before. So, that was valid. You know, he had a valid permit. And um, after all of that, and the case was dropped, the still the police still wanted to keep the cash because they said that they believed that it was drug money. You can't you like can't how can you stuff on what you believe? Exactly. Um, the money had glitter all over, it. <laughs> and the defense had to bring in a coworker of Batista's to say, like, yes, yeah, she's she, this is the amount of money that she earns in cash tips. Yeah, and so they were ordered to to pay that back. Want to keep, want to give everything back except, except for the money. money. I'm like, what do you want to do with the money? Circulate it back into, you know, I don't know. Yeah, drug yeah. Use community. It, let informants take it to make sales. Mm-hmm. Put some in your pocket. Right. Take your family on a trip to um, Disney World, but you so against drugs, but you you not against spending drug money. Right. So I'm glad that they were required to give that money back. Asshole. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, if you want people to trust the judicial system, then you have to do things the right way. The right way. The, the way that I mean, and and I don't even feel like the way that they're written is right. That's a whole nother subject for a different mm-hmm. day. But I'm just saying, like, come on, like while the book is there, you better do things by the book. Right. And I'm glad that there was someone who cared enough to challenge them, because you know sometimes I mean, depending on what kind of lawyer you have they're not you know they don't care depending on your race especially if you have some type of state appointed lawyer absolutely they're just trying to get through the paperwork so so there's that shout out to um people who make the right decisions for others do the right thing and stop running around with all kinds of drugs in your car that's the first thing that that's true (laughs) hold another subject first let let's i mean i'm since i'm glad you got your money back but bruh 
Right. Just be a little bit more smart about how you moving in these streets. True. Hey, did you see where the Trump supporters are? I just want to mention this. Are um, threatening to boycott Walmart? Yes. <laughs> they are butthurt because Walmart is uh, allowing the sale of the Impeach 45 shirts. But so what? It's not saying anything derogatory. I've seen worse. And right. they don't want us to protest or boycott anything on our own behalf. But you're upset and you're threatening to never buy anything from Walmart ever again and telling all your friends. It's hilarious They're to me. always trying to threaten to boycott something. They said they were going to boy one of the people to, to boycott The View. And I mean, if you disagree with Trump, they want you to boycott everything. It's just like we're boycotting so people can stop dying. Yeah. Okay? Just that. And equal pay and stuff. Right. Or we boycott when it's some type of racial injustice mm-hmm. or, you know, like boycotting things or um, protesting the separation of families. Things like that is what we boycott. You boycotting a damn shirt that somebody probably made at their house. It's probably not even a legit thing. They probably just put it up there like, right. oh, yeah, we're going to sell this. And if you would just do the right thing from the beginning, we wouldn't even have these shirts. No. Whoever voted for Trumpy. White women. And, and white men. Yeah, but white women some are, black are how he... But white women is, is how he won. <laughs> and then you wonder why yeah. we have black feminism. Right. No, it's all, it's all, it's all feminism. It's all together. No, it's not. You sure? Because you don't have this extra layer on top of you. I do. Right intersectionality yeah you don't have that Mm -mm. you can just do whatever and and cry white lady tears and they work and they work we end up like sandra bland yeah okay Mm. or the countless amount of refugees at the border that's how we end up facts but i ain't gonna get too heavy on y'all because we can go there (laughs) We can go there, but I, I just want to keep it light. I don't want to go there. All right. Well, let's just, we'll do just that. So earlier you mentioned Tyler Perry. T.P., are you with me? Oh, yeah. We oh. got a car. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so says Tiffany Haddish. So Tyler Perry gifted Tiffany a car and told her um, that she's going to be around for a long time. That made me feel good to see, you know, that message. I love the spread of positivity. I just really do. And she could afford to buy her own car, but he was basically giving her that speech that he understood, which is so relatable. Even I can relate, like, on a lower level. Once you, like, if you, I don't know if other people are like this, but if I don't have any money, mm-hmm. then I'm scrimping and scraping. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. Right. And it's, it is what it is, because mm-hmm. there's no money anyway. Mm-hmm. But once I have some money, man, I don't want to spend it on anything. I'm trying to hold on to it, because I'm like, you don't I, go almost back. out of fear, like, listen, I don't want to have to do that anymore, so let me just hold on to what I got for as long as I can. And so, basically, Tyler was saying that he believed that that's where Tiffany was, and they had been talking about the car. He told her to just go on down to the dealership and get the car, and she just kept bringing up excuses about why she didn't have time or whatever, so he bought the car for her, yeah. sent her a message with a video saying, come get your car, sis. And it was it's a Tesla Jeep. Yep. I'm so happy. That made me feel good. She deserves it. She's been working her butt off. And just everything that she's gone through in her life, like, she deserves all her flowers. Indeed. Right now. Not now, but right now. Right now. Like, a couple years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. 
several years ago. So that's good on Tyler Perry. People can say what they want about Tyler Perry, but I like Tyler Perry. Yeah, me too. Always have. I mean, you don't ever hear anything about him other than the stuff with Monique, but he wasn't the one that was supposed to be paying her. Right. Um, other than that stuff, you don't, I haven't heard anything like really negative about Tyler Perry. Like people pick on him and say he's this and that, but at the end of the day, I mean, he uses his money to help other people. Right. And it's all jokes. It's, I mean, some, most people aren't hating, hating, you know, people just make jokes because they can and because certain people like Tyler Perry don't seem tangible. So mm-hmm. it's easy to, you know, make jokes about celebrities or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't know many people who downright hate Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry, you right. know, unless you're one of these hotels. Ho- <laughs> I oh, didn't know I was getting ready to say that. I figured that's what you was going to say. Yeah. And, and that and there's a lot of issues in that community anyway. Mm-hmm. But we ain't going to get on that. But no. yeah, those are the ones who, who really have a problem with um anybody that is is a man that ex- exudes some type of femininity or dresses up like a woman for, you know, a show or a role or whatever. It's just like, bruh. I, my thing is, the only thing that I don't like about it is when you're like a one-trick pony and that's all that you can do. Or like, you know, that's the only thing that, that's the only thing that drives me nuts about like some of the newer like Instagram comedians is like, Oh, I the see what you're saying. The only way that you can be funny is if you're imitating a black woman. Well, the only thing I dislike about it it's not that so I get that but like back in the day I feel like <clears throat> there was this wave of black males who were doing it like in in film and the only problem I would have with it because I don't know if this is the case is if they've been made to feel like this is the only way you're going to make it or this is the only way you're going to boost your career because um like Eddie Murphy I feel he did that because he wanted to, not because he, he had, had to. to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in that case, we got a great work. It made us laugh. They had several films. I'm not mad at him. If Tyler Perry created Medea out of a, a need for himself and nobody told him to do that, like if I'm to understand correctly, Tyler Perry was living out of his car at that time, he right? Was. So that's his character created from his own brain, his own energy. You know, his own creativity. How is that wrong? Right. If that's who, And people have a problem with it. But at the time, if I'm living out of my car, I don't think that he can pay an extra, you know, person to come through and be Medea. So you utilize your resources. Yep. Anyway, that's enough of that. It um, is because he winning. He is winning. And she ready. <laughs> <laughs> we love Tiffany Haddish. I do. I think she's hilarious. Um, still on with good news. There's a black-owned tea company called Ellis Island Tea that uh, landed a distribution deal not too long ago mm-hmm. with Sam's Club. So I just wanted to highlight that right quick. Uh, right quick. Isn't Sam's Club connected to Walmart mm-hmm. as well? Okay. Sam I, Walton is Walmart. Yes. Okay. Thought so. Um, and her name is Nalia Ellis Brown. So if you see that um, in Sam's Club, you know, pick it up, taste it, see if you like it. If you do, support it because it is a black-owned business. Mm, popping. Mm-hmm. What about um, this um, girl in, well, she's not a girl, she's a woman, in New Orleans. I'm a woman. <laughs> Sorry. By the name of Stevana Elam Rogers. So I had seen this campaign a while ago but I, I wasn't really sure who was responsible for it there 
are some shirts going around and the shirt says black women are for grown-ups okay and so it's kind of like you know a women's empowerment type of movement black women's empowerment to basically be like you know we are for grown-ups like we're not here for you to be playing with us we're not your toys we're not you know to be objectified we are for grown-ups so if you're gonna come up in here be ready, okay? I love it. I do too. Um, and so Savannah has she is from New Orleans and she has launched the first free library in New Orleans. Um, and she says that she wants um the library to be a physical manifestation of a living, breathing journey and examination of how black women come to be. So if you're in New Orleans, check her out. Her Instagram is at Stevie underscore Elam, E-L-E-M. So shout out to her for using her wisdom and her brain and her blackness to um enlighten us and to help drive us forward so hey go sis don't you want to um go down to new orleans whenever we have some time like just so we can visit there i was just saying that like beignets. when i see everybody there i was just like it's this place on bourbon street and it's like one of those places you know you go in and get like the frozen drinks and all that kind of stuff yeah the green ones the hand grenades yeah, yeah the hand grenades but um they it's a it's a they have pizza in there, and it's this type of pizza called Yardbird. That pizza is so good. And when I seen everybody in New Orleans, I was like, "Ooh, I wish I was down there getting a slice of that pizza." Really, it is so good. But I and this is I had said this to somebody, and they tried to like make me feel like I was crazy. But if I had money, like just disposable income, I would buy me a condo in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I would just go. No, I totally understand. I would that. just have me a condo in New Orleans. You know, people say, oh, I'll get one in Miami. I'll get me a condo in New Orleans. And I would go down there and I would drink and eat and be married. <laughs> I would just leave. The married like, part. Yeah. Sit on my balcony and watch everybody flash and throw beads and chill. I love New Orleans. Yeah. Yes, I do. The culture feels like home, like no matter who goes there. And they're always so welcoming. Mm-hmm. Always. So, I love New Orleans. <laughs> love it. Um, one other, well, I don't even know if this is one other, cause like, we're always hearing about amazing black businesses, but I just thought this was sweet cause you know, daddies and daughters just really touched my heart. Um, so there's a father that lives in Atlanta and his two, he and his two daughters have a chip company mm-hmm. and, um, they, it's called symphony chips. His name is Dondre Anderson and his daughters are Amina and Amari. And they've launched the chip brand in Wayfield Foods. So, I don't live in Georgia, but if you guys are in Georgia, Symphony Chips. That's a black father and his two black daughters. Oh, They're so cute. Honey, these, these folks is out here just doing the thing. Getting it. Getting it however they can. And doing I love it. the things. Let's talk about this before we go on. Please. Even though... I am in the future hive. Future is petty. Petty <laughs> as future. Dropping I'm, beast mode two on Sierra and Russell's anniversary. And you know what I said. Listen, if I was Sierra, the only thing I would think is I won. Oh, she definitely won. I won. You're mad. And why are you so mad? <laughs> like me, like like, like Miss Nikki baby said on. Love hip hop. Why are you so mad? Cause I look so good. Why are you so mad? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if Future had just done the right thing, why are you so mad for? Like, move on. You, uh, you, you allegedly <laughs> done got some whole other chick pregnant. Mm-hmm. Bow Wow's baby mama. Why are you still going on? Mm. Big mad because selfish. 
selfish. Like I said, if he had done the right thing in the beginning, and by the right thing, I don't mean marry Sierra if that's not what he wanted, but definitely don't drag somebody along if you don't have plans to marry them if you know that marriage is the goal for that person. Speaking from experience, he's pissed because she moved on. He didn't want to marry her. He might have wanted to keep her, but didn't want to marry her for certain. They broke up and he did not want her to be with somebody else and be happy. Mm -hmm. And she looks like she's living her best life yet. Still looking good. Still making music. Still dancing. Having beautiful children and enjoying her life with her new husband and her whole family. And he is pissed. And I don't care how much money he has or how good his songs are. He's upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Okay. Hey, hey, yeah, he is mad. And um, it was so funny because one, I got to give a shout out to Leonard um, because it was a post where they had like, you know, talking about his future and Russell and Sierra situation <laughs> and Leonard put under there, y'all see this dude, y'all see a dude like Russell and y'all won't talk to him because y'all say he corny. Don't be on here front. And uh, women do that a lot. They do. Like how they were laughing at Russell when he they went on vacation and he had on his Hawaiian shirt. I'm like, mm -hmm. but but then you would turn around and be like, oh, I want me a Russell. No, you don't because this is a Russell. Yeah. Russell, people, guys like Russell are just normal. Everyday. Everyday. Respectful Joe Blows. I mean, yeah. you know, relatively but speaking, That's hopefully. what I'm saying. Like, and, and I can't lie, I've been a victim of this. I've had this double mentality too where you want a Russell, but you want him to have a little street flat too. Look, sis. Everybody, it, it, it can't work. All the time, it doesn't work both ways. Right. You either want somebody that's for you, or you want an image of somebody. Right. You you want that image. Which one you want is the it? Clout. Which which one do you want? Because you can't have both. Can't have it both ways. Now I have definitely ended up with someone who had like a lot of street, but that was not on purpose. I have always, I think I've said this before. I've always liked nice guys. Always like nice guys. Anybody that I've ever dealt with. Or ended up with presenting themselves like a Russell. Now, later, if I found out you weren't a Russell, then, you know, I washed my hands mm -hmm. of it. But, um, no, I just, I, I can't relate. I've tried both, and I still ain't had no luck. So, <laughs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, look, don't take no advice from me. <laughs> shit, don't take, listen, if you listen, don't take no advice from me because sis don't know. Oh, my God. Sis is trying to figure it out. Still trying to figure it out. I'm and that's okay. That's a great part of life, though. I'm still trying to figure that it out. But you're still here to figure it out. You're right. It's all good, man. Later fight another day. Listen, <laughs> in the words of Pop. Okay. You live. You live to fight another day. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, but where you at? I was praying for you this morning. Where is he at? Okay, keep on. He keep is on out there. Just, keep on putting that out there. Honey, he is out there lost in distress. He's looking for his woman child. I'm here. He's not lost. No, he need to he get is. all that out of his system. He might not even be doing that. What he might be doing? The same thing you're doing. Uh, personal development. He may. Stacking coins. He may be. Because I'm ready to spend them. <laughs> <laughs> All your coins, your coins is my coins. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, that's gonna make somebody upset. <laughs> they can be upset. They know. Listen, because if you know me, once you get to know me, you know that all of this right here is yeah. just me being silly. Right. This is my personality. So another thing I wanted to address because I feel like it's serious, okay. but it was funny too. Did you see the clips? of Joe Budden discussing Nicki Minaj and basically asking, like, who can figure out what type of drug she's on. I have not um, seen it myself, but I did hear several people talking about it. So let's discuss because 
what people were saying that I've talked to about it said that no, like he was dead serious. He was dead serious. Okay. The only thing that was funny, but not not her. I did watch the video of her though that Why he was, was talking about. Like that, it was weird. Does she think that that's? Do her fans like that? Like, why was she acting like... Like, it's not cute. It actually, when I saw it... I'm not joking. It actually scared me a little it bit. It was scary. Um, it was scary. And then she had that filter thing on. She looked crazy. She like... Ah! <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? And then her eyes got all wide. She's nuts. And the only thing that was funny about the situation was... When he went back and read the DM that she sent to this fan or this girl... The way he was reading it had me hollering. Now I had have to see me it. Hollering. He was like, You mad because I'm rich, ho? Like he was reading it like, <laughs> like an upset girl. It was so funny. But I know that Meek has said that during the time that he was with her, he was addicted to narcotics. Yes. And that she had some issues with her butt and that it was painful. So I don't know if she I do had been that. taking some stuff. But I don't think it's far-fetched. I do not think it's far-fetched at all. Not saying that she is. Not but if, she is. if we found out that she was, you're saying that you believe that yeah, it's quite possible. It's quite possible. I mean, like, these celebrities are under, uh, you know, a microscope all the time. Given the fact that you clearly seem like you have some insecurities because if you didn't, you wouldn't have to do all of this to your body. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something there. And then for it to not be right or for people to continuously poke at it or, you know, you to be caught in an unflattering situation and yeah. people... You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't think that it's far-fetched to believe that she could have been mm-hmm. or that she is. I hope she's not. And I'm not saying that she is. Nobody said... Courtney said she was. I'm not saying that. But that video was disturbing. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that Joe is an addict, I'm I'm sure he, he would at least the know the symptoms. Yeah. I mean the signs. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope she's not, but I just feel like Nikki's going she's going through a lot right now. Like with the way that the tide is turning with females in hip hop. It's turning. Like and we she, don't want to hear she that hasn't goofy found her. shit. She <laughs> She's I mean, still where she was before. Yeah, she's not evolved. Like, and I've never been a fan of the goofy shit. I don't want to hear that. Right. I just now there are some Nicki Minaj songs or features. I think more yeah, so the features. features that I'm like, oh, that's yeah, cool. because it's a it's this is 16 bars. Yeah, it's all we need. When it goes on and on and on and a whole album full of that shit, it's just like, girl, no, mm-hmm. you are beautiful, but no, I don't want to hear that. Somebody does because you popping right in the streets, but I don't want to hear that. The bar, so you're not a bar. No, girl. I thought you. Were, I'm uh, a part of the original black Barbie dressed in Bulgari. <laughs> Catch that. <laughs> I, I don't do that. Oh, I called it. Okay, no, I, I'm I'm from the original Barbie gang. Okay. If you want to be honest, little Kim's Barbie gang. Bloop. I'm just saying. It was that shady. No, just looking um, at you. <laughs> okay, what else you got talking about, girl? <sighs> A lot of stuff happened. I know we're not going to get to um, all of it. You know, Whitney Houston's movie came out. We have not seen cannot it yet. wait. I cannot wait to see Nippy on screen. I have several friends who have seen it. Everybody says the same thing. Questions that we've had about her and her rise and her fall are going to be answered in her own words in this film. I heard it was so good. I, I'm just hoping that with this movie, because one thing that gets me upset about the Whitney and Bobby, Bobby. saga is yes. that 
I know, me too. The the masses, not even not the people that know her or you know people that have been around her or work with her have put out this narrative that Whitney was like this pristine all, yeah, all angel- angelic and she, like, she, she was not <laughs> she was regular 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 yes and that her stage presence up until the end and once she got closer to you know the end of her life i feel like she was just more so being her publicly mm-hmm. but you know back in the 80s and early she 90s was young. yeah it, it wasn't like reality shows and pop where we could see into the instagram we mm-hmm. could see exactly into the live so you have to like build this you know um, this uh, perception of people to kind of grasp with their real life and what you see them as far as entertainment goes. But I just hope it shows Whitney for Whitney from New Jersey yeah, and not because they blame Bobby for her drug use. And, and I, I, don't I don't believe, believe it. That. They were using drugs I never together. Did. I don't believe it was they. I, I believe they both were were dibbling dibble, and dabbling, mm-hmm. and, then and then when they, they got, got together. together, it just blew up. Mm-hmm. So that when they did get that reality show that they had, the Whitney and Bobby that we saw were the real that Whitney. Was them. That was that was not really script. I'm not saying they didn't script some things, but those personalities were those people. And even though I haven't seen the movie, I even saw a clip this morning of like the people who are in the film talking in addition to Whitney. And just so happened that Bobby Brown is like one of the last three people that they flash across the screen. His face captured my whole heart like he looks so sad he loved that woman even though they weren't together anymore like it was just unhealthy or whatever but he loved her and she loved loved him him. she did and so i'm interested in seeing it i love whitney i just every time i see her like especially in her like younger days when she first came on the scene she's so gorgeous yes she's just so she's like a little like doll like she's a little brown doll baby mm-hmm. like she was just so beautiful and when i was when i was younger um i was crazy about mariah carey too mm-hmm. and i knew that mariah carey was in the guinness book of world records i love yes yeah. i love them both so when people were like oh whitney's the voice i'm like well how can you tell they're both amazing but in my adult life when i go back and listen to my favorites by both and the hits, I'm like, she was the voice. Yeah. Like, it really didn't even hit me. And I was still a kid when the Prince of Egypt came out. But remember on the soundtrack, they when, did. When You Believe. Yes. My God. Like, it, it's a good song. Both did a phenomenal job. But I just can't even imagine the song without Whitney on it. I the can't either. Voice. And I, the, the thing that I think about, that I love about Whitney's voice Mm -hmm. is that Whitney had mastered the art of like tempering her voice Mm -hmm. like she knew when to run and when she didn't need to that's right you know like you got like the extremes are like Whitney Houston and Christina Aguilera Christina Aguilera can sing but it's like she doesn't know how to Words are only effective if you use them in the right moment. And running and turning aren't turning your notes. Those aren't the same thing. Whitney knew that. Bending a note. Like Whitney was, okay, here we go with this conversation. She was a vocal genius. Mm -hmm. She knew that voice. Mm -hmm. And so you don't, you don't have a lot of that today. Yeah. You have people that have great voices, but it's just something about the way Whitney used hers Mm -hmm. that I don't feel like anybody else has done. I just don't feel like anybody... Whitney was a total package. Yeah. I can't rightfully think of any... I'm not saying that there is no one. I just can't... We got some like, voices it, now. Oh, Jessie J. And she's not black. 
But I'm just saying, uh, like, there are some voices. Kiki Wyatt. Yes, that's Let us my see. God. Marsha, we got some voices. Right, but nobody has mastered. But nobody has and, mastered. And I'm not saying it. that just because she's not living anymore, because I know no. we love to build people up after they die. That's not the case. But we've, all, we've always said that about Whitney. Even, and this is the, God, the honest to God truth, I feel like. And although, you know, we're on our boycott of the NFL, I feel like the boycott should just stop the anthems and just play Whitney's version and let it be done. Because <laughs> nobody has ever topped that. Just Never. let Whitney's version play and let's just roll on because everybody else is just screwing it up. Can let Whitney's imagine, version play and let's roll. Can you imagine what it was like that day to be in the stadium when, when she sang it that day? Nobody had ever heard it that way before. It was and perfect. we certainly hadn't had heard it that way after. But no, like, I just can't, I probably just would have... My energy would have made me cry. Like, the adrenaline that would have gone through my body hearing that version live. Crazy. Oh, my God. I just think about Run To You and the way she used her voice on that song. Mm Mm-hmm. Girl, don't let me start. That's enough Whitney, Whitney standing. I was just thinking, <laughs> like, we have, we have stayed on Whitney for a while, but um, justified. Um, oh, man, did you see where uh, Amazon brought the pharmaceutical startup that Nas um, was backing? Yes, yeah, called PillPack. And I have some questions about this. I'm going to have to research this, but go ahead. I'm going to let you, no, I'm gonna no. let you finish. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, so they bought but, it for a billion dollars mm-hmm. is, is what I'm to understand. But But you can go ahead. So I was kind of like, you know, looking it up because I wanted to see exactly what it entails. So Nas invested in this company in 2014. Yes. Um, and so basically it's a startup um, that offers door-to-door service, enabling custo- customers to stock up by ordering online and having products delivered directly to their homes. Right. The original um, creators of this um, are two gentlemen by the name of TJ Parker and Elliot Cohen. And I don't know their backgrounds or anything like that. I just read their names. Okay. Um, and like I said, Nas was the early investor in 2014, and they um, developed an investor fund of $8.8 million before it sold to Amazon. Right. So they had garnered a lot of interest and support. But this, these are my questions. And I may have to, like, once we get finished, go back and Google Pill Pack and kind of see how it works. But number one, is it just like kind of like a specialty pharmacy where the doctor sends your prescriptions to this pharmacy and they fill it and ship it to you? Are there people bringing it? Like, how does this work? Because I just saw something where this woman died because her electricity ended up getting cut off and she wasn't able to get her oxygen. So that's not a that's not the same thing. But there are medicines that people need to live. So I would just be like, how do you ensure that these people are going to get their medicine at this time? Right. Because that's it's certain true. medicines you cannot live without. Also. What about, like, the narcotic aspect? That's a good question. So I'm, I'm sure that it, it's regulated in some way. We just don't know the answer. Right. So I'm interested in um, reading more about this and kind of seeing how it works. But Nas is about his coins. But one thing I can say about Nas is all of this, you going back and forth to court with Khalees, talking about you don't make no money, bruh. You, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a whole lie. Because every time, have you noticed, like, they are, they're always going back in and he's, you know, trying to yeah. fight how much money he's giving her but bruh you making it right I mean it sucks but you making it Dude. so if I was Khalees <laughs> ooh Courtney <laughs> what <laughs> like I, I see you got this new deal uh, my auntie 
Ooh, that's a different subject for a different day because I, I, that's a very passionate um, subject that I've talked with a lot of people or just been in the room with a lot of people as they argue back and forth. So I, I would like to talk about that one day on the show. I think if they had a more amicable, amicable. relationship, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be that. It would. And I'm not saying you're just supposed to like take somebody to the cleaners, but considering what she said she went through, you think that's why she's <laughs> doing it. That's exactly why it's like, happening. Oh, Mm-hmm. She's upset. Okay, I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sis, you making coins? I need some of that. Oh okay. God. But yeah, shout out to Nas. He's doing his thing, and that is like I, I heard this. It was a um a quote from Warren Buffett, who was like the richest man ever, mm-hmm. and he basically said, "Until you, until you um." Make money in your sleep. You don't have a business. You have a job. Yep. And Nas got businesses. Yeah. Nas is, is doing his thing. I ain't listened to his album, but clearly he don't need them streams because he getting his <laughs> He don't need them streams. He don't need them streams. He getting his coins. Okay, good for Nas. Um, I, I have two other things that I want to talk about. Um, one is the new Lady Liberty. Yes. Uh, yes. So there's a woman who climbed the Statue of Liberty to protest migrant... Um, family separations mm-hmm. and um so on, i especially love the fact that she chose to do it on america's independence day mm-hmm. on the fourth of july this well thought out 2018 um 44 year old patricia and please forgive me because i try not to butcher names but okumo i believe okay okumo <laughs> you guys can tell me Listen, email I- me hit me up it's okay o-u-m-o-u who is an immigrant from the Congo, climbed Lady Liberty in protest of um, Trump's immigration policies with regards to separating children from their families. And, you know, I thought this was especially brave because she is an immigrant. Like, they could have done anything. And I, well, I won't say that. But anyway. They could have done anything what? They just could have done anything to that woman. Like, even when you look at the video or the, the um, photographs, it looks like, and I don't know if it's that, because mm-hmm. they were up so high, they might have just been trying to make sure they had a good hold on her, but it almost looks like they have her in a chokehold. It's not funny. I'm just saying... Um, They're just trying, like, probably trying to keep her safe. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the visual aspect of it with, like, an immigrant, Lady Liberty, she's on this statue. Um, and was sitting up there with her legs crossed. Yes, yeah, she was. She meant that thing. That's, like I said earlier. She was brave. We always lower us on the totem pole mm-hmm. until some shit need to be done. Mm-hmm. And I think it was cool that she basically, they asked her, like, where did she get the inspiration from? And you know who she said, girl. Who Auntie Shell. She said Michelle Obama. <laughs> she said, um, and this is a direct quote, yes. um, Michelle Obama, our beloved first lady that I care about so much. She said, when they go low, we go high, and I went as high as I could. <laughs> it was perfect. I did see that. It oh was perfect. I went as high as I could. I went as high as I could. And she had a shirt on that said white supremacy is terrorism. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And it, that is accurate. And it's accurate. I've been thinking about that as a concept all last week. And I was like, man, what would America have been if, well, first of all, it wouldn't be America. <laughs> but, like, if <clears throat> if white people would just leave well enough alone. Like, in all aspects, starting with the Native American, or not even, Native Americans, not bringing, you know, not having the transatlantic slave trade, like, none of that. 
like as as time progresses and you know we've done stuff to the japan not we but they've done stuff to the japanese they've done stuff to you know the indigenous people here they've done stuff to black people but now they're doing it to spanish Spanish, exactly and i'm just like if or um oh yeah yeah i've already said that i've seen um just like this land might have flourished a lot more um i don't know if any of our listeners, if you are into politics, you know who Ann Coulter is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just a right-wing... What's the word? Seekophant? Is that a word? <laughs> Do you really want me to tell you what Yes! Because I want to make sure that I'm... This is y'all word for the day. Okay, it's a bootlicker. Ha! A, a suck-up, basically. Thank you! That's what a bootlicker would See, be. See, I was suck-up. using it right. So that's what she is. She's a right-wing seekophant, Trump supporter, and she basically said that her parent now listen to this this is how they really think because a lot of people that are in born into privilege they have the privilege of not educating themselves absolutely they don't have to she basically said in response to you know us talking about how white people have terrorized everybody that is darker than them since the beginning of time i'm gonna just be using seekerfan all week okay I said, you got to be the dumbest bitch alive. You have got to be the dumbest bitch alive. Did she really say she that? She said that and was like straight serious. Did anybody correct her in they the moment? Settlers. Did anybody correct her in the moment? That's a, see, this is the problem. If nobody corrected her in that moment, that is the problem. We talk about this all the time. About how, like, if you love someone, you do you correct them. Because you don't want them out here sounding stupid, looking stupid, being stupid, doing stupid things. She's not loved. <laughs> okay. No. So, but, you know, I think that that is how a lot of people feel. Yeah. It's like they hold people who come here from um, countries that have a lighter skin tone or from, you know, some like they're other. they're settling here. Yeah, they're settling here or like Trump's parents. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're French or if you're European or if you're Jewish, it's different mm-hmm. than when you come here from. Um, Haiti, a country that are yeah Africa yeah it's yeah. different. You, you don't hold the same value in their mm-hmm. little pea brains. That's so true. But I just thought that was crazy that she said that and nobody thought to be like, "Bitch, what? Like, what are you talking like settlers?" But like, see that that also comes from the whitewashing of history. That's where that comes from because when she grew up in school, that's what they that's told what they her. taught her. Mm-hmm. So. This is what she knows. That's what they told her. She it's said, not an excuse. If you are, if you have the role, like it's once not you an get excuse. to a certain, yeah, once you get to a certain status, it's your responsibility to continue to educate yourself. It's funny because I was listening to the radio, um, and I was I can't I hate that I can't remember which uh, host was talking, but she was basically saying like it is it is our duty to educate ourselves and our children even during the summer. Like, school is not the only opportunity to educate and elevate yourself. No, and I just had this conversation um, last night. Shout out to Andre and A-Wall. Those are my friends I've had basically my whole life. Mm-hmm. And we were talking last night, and we were all in agreement that, like, if we could, 
I would keep my kids home as long as I could. Truly, truly. I, I pray for the home. opportunity to homeschool. And, you know, it was just so funny because we were talking and my friend Andre was like, man, we need a school where we get these kids like seven, eight, start teaching them trades, all of them. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. And teaching them about themselves because really and truly, Tiffany, besides knowing how to read and write mm-hmm. and basic math, what else have you, what else have we utilized? Right. Like what else do you use on a, on a day-to-day basis? Because you develop communication skills just by interacting. Correct. You learn how to speak well from reading. That's right. As long as you know how to count your money, and when stuff ain't adding up right, you good. I don't need to know about geometry if I if I'm not going into anything that needs me to be like an architect or anything. like I don't. What do I need to know that for? And it doesn't mean that that it shouldn't be taught, but just there are other things. There are more pressing things. There are more pressing things. Taxes like, need to be taught. Taxes need to be taught. Why do I? Why is it that at 18 I can graduate from college and get a credit card and put myself into debt but don't know the difference between APR, what's a good one and a bad one, right. or how I'm supposed to manage right. my, my credit card, or how I'm supposed to, you know, what a credit score even exactly. is. Exactly. Why do or I not what, know these what, things? What is your What utilization even means right. with regards to credit? Like, why do I know these things? But I can go overseas and get killed, mm-hmm. you know, but I can't, I can't have a drink. Right. It's I'm weird. expected to know these things. So that's why I just feel like... I'm amazed at the number of people yourself. who cannot even um, don't don't know how to sign a check or balance a checkbook. Or balance a checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a it's lot of odd. people don't. A lot of people do not know these things, right? Because you're not taught. And at the end of the day, we can we can blame the public school system, but at the end of the day, it's on us. Yeah, that is on us to teach our kids that stuff. Now, I will say this. This is not me trying to give anybody an excuse, but I can understand why, like, especially black parents, or not just black parents, but, like, plenty of Hispanic parents that I know who have had to work their behinds off who haven't had the time. And and people are like, you got to make the time. And that's true. But I'm saying, like, there's a difference between somebody who has a stay-at-home mom and one dad who goes and, you know, can cover the whole family. Or two parents who work, but they both can come home whenever they get ready, have the opportunity to pick you up from school and stuff like that. Versus somebody like, for instance, I'll just use my mom as an example. Whenever I was growing up, I can remember at one time she had like three jobs. I never saw my mom. Like, we mm-hmm. had to make an appointment. So if she was going out, granted, I love to read. And then, you know, I try to educate myself as best possible. But everybody doesn't have the same. And this doesn't make me better than any of my peers. But, like, everybody doesn't have that same push or that same interest. Like, just other people are... I was interested in words. Other people are interested in other things. But can you imagine, like, if if my education was specifically dependent on my mom? Not that she wouldn't want me to be educated in anything, but where was the time? Mm-hmm. So, that, that also brings up the concept of it really does take a village. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, like, say if you and I had kids and we lived in the same neighborhood and some of your friends lived in that neighborhood and one of us didn't work, then maybe it's for all of us to pool our money together and say, okay, this person is going to stay home since you don't have a job anyway or you're, you're, you are you're got a, a home business or something. You teach the children this subject because this is your forte. When this person gets off of work, they'll teach the children this subject. Maybe we need to bring a mechanic in, like, mm-hmm. for kids who are this age to this age and let them work on this car, you know, and show them how to change the oil, change a tire. You know, all of because those, school, hire somebody to come in and teach certain things the in the community. Tra- the traditional sense of school is not for everybody. No. 
Some people need to be mechanics. Some of the smartest people. Some people I, need to be contractors. Oh, and listen, mechanics make good money. Good contractors money. Because I just had to pay money. one last week. And he was like, look, you bring me cash, you got a deal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being. When I need some more work, I will be back. Mm-hmm. Because that's one thing we're going to always need. Yeah. So we, we just, you know, had that discussion. And if I had it or if I have it, I definitely would love to be able to homeschool, homeschool my children. Okay, let's live close together so we can figure that out Them together. Them jokers gonna be like geniuses. Well, uh, what what the uh, the ramifications <laughs> of the situation and the manifestation of the interpretation? You know, they're gonna be like, go ahead, little brother. When they finally do go somewhere <laughs> where there's like supposed to be an authoritarian <sighs> figure, they're gonna be like, come get your child. <laughs> That's the same thing Just my friends did. I can't wait until they have that little section on Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be like, oh, come on, we I watch. already come know. On. We got it. We I got already it. know that that's how my kids are gonna be, and um, I'm sure their daddy not gonna play either. <laughs> they just gonna be like, um, can you, uh, can you? Well, he's not respecting it. No, my child is very respectful. But you're not, you're not respecting gonna teach my it. child a lie. Yep. When they when we walk up in that classroom and they realize that both of the parents agree with the child, it's gonna be a problem. And I'll be sitting just like this. <laughs> with your arms folded. With my arms folded. With your glasses on. And he better not come home and tell me that you done did something. You gonna have that toboggan on too? Yes, I'm gonna okay. be I'm ready to fight. <laughs> and I'm gonna have Vaseline in my bag. So you nucking and bucking and ready to fight. And I'm gonna be like, and if you got a problem, where's the superintendent? Courtney, you cannot go I only wanna see the principal. You cannot go to the school ready to fight. I'm not gonna go ready to fight. I'm gonna just be you know, she's going to be in the back. Okay. Miss Bohannon is going to be there, but Courtney going to be ready in the back. Courtney be ready to fight. Courtney be ready if it's about my Your chilling. name is not going to be Miss Bohannon. It won't, but... <laughs> for the sake of this conversation. For the sake of this conversation right now, it's still Miss Bohannon. Gotcha. I'm not playing about my children. Understood. Where the superintendent? Call the news. They're going to know you. They're going to like know it. me. I have a... Um, my... I won't say their names just in case, but um, I have a set of friends that are like that. Um, they have two boys and one daughter, and they do not play. No. They do not. They're, now, they're at the PTA meetings. They go exactly on the field the trips. They are very visible, and when the teachers call, they already know. When Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so get to the schoolhouse, you better be ready to answer some questions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I plan on being very involved because mm-hmm. I need to know what's going on. I don't even know everybody's name. That's good. And you need to know to call me. That's good stuff. Because I don't want to hear about it when they get off mm-hmm. the bus or when I pick them up and it's a mess. Yep. Because you, you should have called you me. You have my phone number. You got my number. Yeah. But that's all. We just went all the way off. We did. Still good. Um, one last thing. Um, Tupac. So, parts of this I don't understand. And if anything unfolds, of course, you know, I'll update you guys. But I'm hearing that they are... On the verge of... So, I've heard two different things. They're on the verge of making an arrest. But what I don't understand about that is... So, Dwayne Keith Davis says that he was in the car when his relative, Orlando Anderson, shot Tupac. And if you've ever watched any of the documentaries, Orlando Anderson's name has come up. Now, Orlando denied that um, he had anything to do with Pac's murder Mm -hmm. way back in the 90s. And if I'm not mistaken, I feel like um, Anderson died like in 1998, which yeah. was what, like two years after Pac died? Yes, because so, he died in 96. So my thought is if Orlando was the shooter mm-hmm. and he died into, in 1998, 
Then who are they going to arrest? Somebody they just trying to pin it on. I don't know. It's weird. And I don't believe it. But, you know, I'll keep you updated. Please do. I will. Because it's it's just something that has just been drawn out forever. And I'm just frankly sick of seeing movies about it. Yeah. Let Me them too. people rest. If you're not, if you're, if you're not really going to give no yeah. good information or we not going to really know the real. That's right. I don't, don't want to hear about it anymore. That is Because facts. it's been how many years? How many years? Over 21, You mean right? to tell me you can find out all of this stuff about people within a matter of minutes, but you can't find out who killed this man? Nope. Give or me a break. Or don't want to. Give me a break. So, anything else? No, that's it. Okay, good. So, this week, I want to make this quick. So, I, I have a lot of fun with you on this episode that we had called 21 Questions, where I asked you 21 questions and you had to answer them really quickly. So, today... What I want is for us to do um, something that I like to call a lightning round. All right. So I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to ask me some questions. But the objective is to answer them really quickly. Gotcha. Or as quickly as possible. Gotcha. Without putting too much thought into it. Gotcha. Now, so I'll defer to you on this. Do you want to go back and forth or do you want to ask me all the questions and then I'll ask you all the questions? I think it's good when we just ask all of them straight. Okay. Since I did 21 questions with you, I'm going to let you go first. And I just want you to know I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? I don't know because I don't know what you're going to ask. You were nervous when I asked you, remember? I was, but I already told you it's nothing like, you know, like. (laughs) Okay, are you ready like Freddie, Eddie, and Teddy or not? All right, let's go. Okay, if you could switch places with anyone, who would it be? Oh, my God. Um, Beyonce. It's <laughs> the first thing that came to I my mind. Knew that it's probably not true. Well, I, I don't know. No, I don't want to switch places with Beyonce because she got cheated on. Ain't nobody trying to go through that heartbreak. Oh, okay. I'm gonna leave my answer, Beyonce. Just go. Leave it, Beyonce. I'm gonna leave it, Beyonce. Just, just, yeah. Okay. Leave it, Beyonce. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is the most important thing you would tell your younger self? Break up with him, girl. <laughs> Break up with him. I, For real. I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm Break up with him. Now, that, now, that, now, that's good right there. That's real tea. Shout out to the read. Woo. Break up with him. Break that is real. Yeah. Break up with him. If you're listening to this, break up with him. It don't matter if you don't have, like, the proof. Break up with him. Because your intuition is telling it's, you. That's what we got it for. That gut don't lie. If he has left you one time, abandoned you, and you think it's great because he come back, you know, looking for Yes, you're fantastic. What does that mean? No. Break oh, up with him. Because you already know, sis. If he taking your money, abusing your time, if he coming home late at night without Lying. explanation, trying to make you feel like you crazy, break, break up, up with him. <laughs> Woo. Girl, you better preach. In my soul. I just want to scream it like 12 more Hallelujah. times. Break up with Hallelujah. it. You better <sighs> preach that message. I mean it. Okay, I'm sorry. Just okay. move along because I'm going to say it like eight more times. Okay. What is your biggest weakness? Procrastination. Okay. If you could travel anywhere, where would you go? Uh, Haiti. In this moment, Haiti. Oh my gosh, I just seen somebody that I found on Instagram. They're from Haiti. Oh mm-hmm. my God, it was the bomb. I have to show you. Okay. <laughs> um, Describe your life in one album. Like the title. Um, like an album that actually exists? Yeah. One that you love that you could say, this is this album just sings my life. Jesus. 
pressure. I'm sweating. Come on, come on. Okay. Lighten, uh, um, lighten. Um, um, I'll just say uh, the miseducation of Lauren. See, that was good. That was good. Okay. Um, what makes you the happiest? Uh, peace. Oh, that was a good one. What's the number one thing that mis- that people misunderstand about you? My facial expressions. <laughs> Seriously, they, they, they misread it all like, the Why time. you looking so mad? Like, first of all, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm like thinking. Okay, um, what pushes you to persevere? Um, my posterity. Yes, give me some on that. Okay, so you are a 98 year old grandma. You're sitting on your front porch, mm-hmm. and you have your grandchildren playing around you. Okay, what is one thing that you would tell them? Break up with him <laughs> <laughs> or her? No, okay. Um, um, honestly, most I'm of ninety, you'll pass down to them. Like, if it's one thing that you could like wisdom that you can pass on to them, what would it be? You I got mean, your grand cheering all out here. I know when I say this, y'all are gonna believe me because I talk about how Rihanna is my spirit animal all the time. Live free. Yes. Do not let people put you in a box. Do whatever it is that you want to, and I I mean that in every aspect. I mean, you know. Be protect, guard your yourself like personally and all of that, like physically, guard your heart, like all of that. But if you're in love, be in love with your whole heart, your whole ass. Put your whole ass in everything <laughs> that you do. Put your whole your your ass, yep. your heart, everything. Because I want I want my grandchildren and my posterity, like everybody, to understand, like just because you're doing these things, as long as you're a good person. That's what matters the most. As long as you're in order, as long as you do the right thing, that's what matters. Like, people will try to make you feel like, and I know I'm going on now, but this no, is important. That's fine. People will try to make you feel like you have to walk the straight and narrow, or you can't have sex, or nothing. That's like, enjoy your intimacy with people. Understand that intimacy isn't just sex. Like, go for what you know. Like, ask people for things. If you need some help, don't be afraid to do that. If you want to be an astronaut, go be an astronaut. If you find out that you're not good at being an astronaut, it's okay. Do something else. Do something else. Like, and don't be afraid to start over. Yes. Okay, this is the last question. You did that quick. That was good. Okay. I gave you a million dollars right now. And be like, Tiffany, all this money is yours. Okay. But you can't spend that one dime of it on yourself. How would you spend it? I probably would just break it down into percentages and like, you know, can I invest the money? Is I never get any of you the don't money. Get any of the money. I said you have to do something for others with this million dollars. Then I would probably take half of it and invest. Take take fifty percent. Take twenty five percent and invest mm-hmm. for like the children in my life. I have godchildren, um, nieces and nephews. So I would do twenty five percent for that. I would take twenty five percent and distribute those funds, you know, amongst like low income families that I know are working hard and that need the money. So that leaves fifty percent. Twenty twenty five an extra twenty five percent is just going to go to like women's studies and research. Good um job, with girl. regards to like STEM mm-hmm. um and things of that nature. And then I guess like with the last twenty five percent, I would kinda wanna do something like um racial you and Queen Latifah are doing um, with black business specific to women, mm-hmm. you know, and take that money to provide resources so that, you know, the next generation will have a leg up, you know, because they black people don't generally come from old money. So, right. you know, I want them to start with the same um, advantages that other people do. Good job. That's it. What? Lightning round. Oh! Let me talk.
I'm that. so happy. You're I made good. it. Mama, I made it. I almost Mama, I got I stuck it. right there. You did it. <sighs> okay. Oh, oh, Lord. Here we go. What? Here we go. That's, so now you nervous. Yes, I am. Okay. Are you ready? Let me take my Google Maps. <laughs> so I'm not st- 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 stuttering. <laughs> stuttering Stanley. Mm-hmm. Did you see where, um, speaking of stuttering, I, I'm sorry, but did you see where, um, Starbucks, the employee got fired that, for, yeah. how dumb do you have to be for to, saying, put, like, what was it, Sam? Sam? So the person's name was Sam, for those of you who don't know, um, the customer's name was Sam and he stuttered. So the employee put Sam on the little ticket where you put your name. That's ridiculous. Like. That I might stutter, funny. but I can read. And that's not even funny, though. It's not. You can't help it. See, y'all didn't learn nothing from this last little incident. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Because that's why I go to C3 and Duncan. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready. I am ready now. Okay. It seems like you're ready. <laughs> hey. Always singing. Girl, are you ready? That's one of my bucket lists. I'm going to be in a cover band. Y'all will come see me. <laughs> I will be first, first partaker. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay, is there a stance that you've had that you don't have anymore? Yes. What is it? This is part of the same question. That I have to be in a certain place. Like I always said that by the time I was 30, I need to be married. Oh, uh, I don't relatable. got that no more. Because, honey, I can wait until it's time. Okay. So that's a life stance that I used to have that I don't have anymore. Okay. Because I may be like, you know... Hallie. Okay. I mean, okay. just live my best life with my kids. And fine. Um, how quickly do you jump to conclusions? Honey, with a snap of a finger. <laughs> if you had said anything else, honey, I was going to be honey, like, you out here lying Honey, instantly. <laughs> I'm look, don't I respond it. to my text. Mm-hmm. I, done put, I done developed your whole life story in my head in about 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, so it. he probably doing this. He probably over there with this girl, and then he just ignoring me. Oh, you want Instagram liking stuff? Oh, uh-huh, he cheating. He cheating. <laughs> yes, quickly. Oh, man. Okay, what is um your most unpopular opinion? My most unpopular opinion? Mm-hmm, like something that a lot of other people believe that you're like, I, I think the opposite. Um... Okay, I one that is very unpopular amongst people that I've said this to mm-hmm. is the uh, the fact that I agree with um, I ain't calling him a doctor no more because I don't think he's no doctor, but with Umar Johnson where he says you cannot be for the black family if you don't have a black family. Okay, if you don't marry black, black, yeah, how can you say that you're for the 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 um, progression of the black community and the black family if you don't have a black family understood um when should a woman pay for dinner whenever she feels like she wants to pay okay so there's no specific time Mm -hmm. okay um do you regret because let's move back because once you offer to pay he's gonna be like i i got it most of the time, Most I find time. that to be true. But sometimes I may be like, I want to take you out. Like, let's, or if it's some place specific that I want to take you, mm-hmm. and we get there, if I'm the one who said I want to take you, that I'm going to pay for I it. I want to talk about that when this is over. Um, do you regret turning anyone down that's doing well now? Let me see. Ooh, wait. <laughs> Yikes. Um, <laughs> let me see. Is there anybody that I turned down that's doing well now? 
To be honest, no. Okay. Because most of the people that I turned down, it was for good reason. So even if they are doing well, I don't give a shit. Okay. And a lot of the people that I didn't turn down, they're doing well. So no, I don't think that there's anybody that I've turned down that is doing well. Most of the people that I turned down are still they still right ain't where shit. you live. Huh? <laughs> they still okay. ain't shit. So no. What's your what's your least favorite part about being a woman? Periods. Okay. <laughs> I mean, why did I, I not think that you were going to say that? Real is periods. Um. Oh, who was the worst guest you've had in your home, and what did they do? The worst guest I've had in my yes, home ever. Oh, that is terrible. I don't care. The worst guest I've had in my home. Because, <sighs> girl, I can tell you mine. I don't think I've had any bad guests. Okay. The only, the only, <laughs> this is so funny and she's going to kill me. The only bad guest that's been at my house is my best friend's son, Nixon, because he come and tear down my house. Put Cheeto prints all over my TV. Not have, Cheeto prints. Yes, with his little grubby hands. Put goldfish in the bathroom. Jump on my kitchen table. <laughs> spill, spill pink juice on my white uh, pillows. He's the worst house guest ever, but I love him. He can come tear up my house anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Are humans fundamentally different than animals? Fundamentally? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Mm-mm. We're just big mammals. Okay. Um, what do you wish people would stop asking you? Why am I not married? Or why don't I have kids? <sighs> okay. Let, let me just. Okay. Um, and or when I have my good long silky weave and my mixed. I, that's got to be annoying. Mm-hmm. And this is my final question for you. What is the most immature thing you still do? The most immature thing that I still do is play the silence game. Yes, I you can don't see talk, that. If you don't respond or you don't talk, I ain't talking to you. Okay. I hate being the first person to like... Break. Silence. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you want to talk to me, you're talking to me. But that's challenge. They might feel the same way. Exactly. Though. Hmm. Well, that was good, B. You did Thank great. You. Thanks for hanging in there with me. That was good. I love doing stuff like me that. Me too. Me too. We'll have to do some more of that. Um, maybe next season. So, um, dang, what did I say I wanted? You answered a question. Oh, with regards to like when a woman should pay for dinner. It's so funny mm-hmm. because I, 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 I think I said this before. I actually ended up in a relationship with um, one person who did this. and Or maybe two people who did this. I don't know. But like... That should have been a sign. Like, when you go out to dinner, when somebody asks you out to dinner, and then they're like, so when are you going to pay for dinner? What? Or, now, this, I have never had this issue, like, being asked out to dinner, and then being asked, like, are we going Dutch? Like, there's a difference if we're friends and, like, you want to hang out and you you phrase it that way. Words mean a lot to me. Like, Mm -hmm. how you say things mean a lot to me. And, um... My my stance was always, when I ask you out, then more than likely I'm planning to pay for yeah. dinner. And I it used to make me so mad because I used to be broke, man. I used to be broke. And then if somebody asked me out on a date and I was interested in that person, I would go. So then it was almost hurtful and embarrassing for you to say, so when are you going to pay? Cause like if I could, I would. You you like you know enough about me to Did know that I would volunteer. One person, I yes. Oh gosh. I was in a bad place. 
You had to be because you you ain't got to worry about me. Because I would sit there and look at you like you stupid and be like, I'm not no English. Well, even huh? when even when yeah. even <laughs> when they asked me that, even when they asked me that, I did say um, I didn't invite you out to dinner. You invited me. But it even just given my personality hurt me to say that. Cause I'm like, dang, why are we even having this conversation? So when are you going to pay? Like, that's so rude. Never. T- I can go home now. Mm-hmm. I will pay for somebody's dinner. It just won't be yours. It won't be yours. Right. Goodbye. Okay? So, anyway, that was really good. Um, what brought you joy this week? Um, what brought me joy this week? Um, so, as usual, per use, mm-hmm. um, Big Willie from Philly. Ah, uh, you know, Always. I love Will Smith. Always dropping gems. Now, I had heard him say this a while ago. It was actually in one of his videos. Um, but someone had, like, I guess kind of, like, went back and, and kind of did, like, an article on the whole concept. So, basically, um, Will says that him and Jada don't consider themselves married anymore. Mm-hmm. They just consider themselves life partners. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really just made me feel good and, and, and gave me good vibes was the fact and I think it's because I'm, I was in a position kind of like this, but I just wasn't with somebody who was as supportive and yeah. definitely was not, my, it was not my husband. But basically, Will talked about how Jada just went through this period of just being unhappy. Yeah. And I think that in life, as we, as we go through life, this is going to happen. And it may happen more than once if you're not really like aligned with what your purpose is and mm-hmm. what you should be doing independent of anybody else and so Will was just basically saying like no matter what he did he could buy her this take her this. she was just unhappy mm-hmm. and it was making him unhappy mm-hmm. and basically he said he had to sit her down and be like I, I can't make you happy right. you need to figure out what it is that you want to do what you want to do with your life and then go after that and we can live our lives together. We basically are on our own separate journeys, mm-hmm. but together. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what is good for you, what's going to make you happy, because I I can't make you happy. Right. And that is so true. And so that gave me a lot of inspiration when I heard it the first time. And then when I heard it again this time, I was like, Will, you just, you just be knowing. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't think people realize that even if you're married, to someone, codependency is not healthy. It's not, no matter what. No matter what the situation is, you have to be able to be your own person and and go through your life living for you. Right. Or you're going to be unhappy. And no who, matter who what. Wants to, no matter what. And who wants to marry somebody who's going to be unhappy and just freaking, you know, pouting and just miserable Making and being a dead Making everybody downer. miserable in the house. Like, people wake up in a good mood and they Can just try know? to avoid you because... Every right. day, you got something to say. So that was inspiration um, to me to to know that it's okay for me to live my crazy life and do all these hundreds of millions of things mm-hmm. and, and find my own purpose and passion independent of someone else. And whoever that person is that I'm supposed to be with is going to be like, okay, yep. that's your thing. And mm-hmm. they're going to be doing their thing. We're just going to be doing our things together. <laughs> together. I so, love it. Separate and together. Separate and together, yeah. Yep, supporting one another. Mm-hmm. I love that. What about you? So, um, my inspiration for this week. So, I just need to dope for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Siobhan Carolyn Day is my friend. 
And she is the first woman to earn her computer science PhD from North Carolina Agricultural and Technological University. Go, girl. So this past Thursday on June the 5th, 2018, I had the opportunity to um, sit in on the successful defense of her dissertation along with her father, Thomas Day. And her Aunt Valerie was so much fun. Us, along with the committee, her committee, including her advisor, Dr. Anwar, which I've I've seen before. He's a very nice man. Um, And some of her mentors and a host of other students at the university. She's not only the first woman, but she also completed the program in three years. Good for her. Um, While still volunteering extensively in her community, um, assisting other students in the program, etc. She was a chancellor's distinguished fellow. And she's now a three-time HBCU graduate. She first received her bachelor's from Winston-Salem State mm-hmm. University, our alma mater. And then she got her master's from North Carolina Central University. And then now her PhD from A&T. So awesome. shout out to Shabon for clearing a path for other young women in STEM. Um, representation is important. We talk about that all the time on the show. And just it, Shabon, if you're listening, your village is quite proud of you. Um, and I know that you're going to have many more successes to mm-hmm. come. This is amazing. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that it's hit her yet. And I don't even think that it's hit a lot of the people that are around her yet. But this is amazing. Yes, it is. So that that was inspiring, quite inspiring. Go, girl. Um, Anything you don't want the people to forget? No, just stay black. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm with it. Don't forget your blackness, okay, in this crazy, <laughs> crazy world. Because you can't take it off. You can't take it off, okay? Um, What's your good word for the good people? Um, One that I've, that I say to myself often, but it just, you know, kind of came back to me today via my leaks of um, Insta stories, basically. Mm-hmm. She was just like, you know, like when you're working and grinding and trying to get your life in order or get your businesses together or grow your business or grow your brand, it may feel like, you know, everybody's going to these cool parties and showing up and hanging out and them parties ain't going nowhere. And it's not as fun as it looks. It's not as you're fun not as it there. looks. And so basically... What that means is you are not missing out on anything while you're getting your shit together. And I may have already said that before. Uh, I don't remember, Did but I say it that sounds before? familiar, but not phrased that way, and I still like it. Right. You're not missing out on anything while you're getting yourself together. Don't let the internet fool you. Don't let the internet rush you. A lot of these people that are doing some of these things that you think is all this and all of that are in debt. Sleeping on somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. Because you can make a fake life on Instagram. Truly. You can make a Truly. whole... Because listen, I've dated somebody that did it. You can make an entire life from an iPhone. Okay? So, you're not missing out on anything. Right. Do what you need to do now so you can do what you want to do later. I love it. And I got to drop the mic. Yeah. Obama out. <laughs> <laughs> um... So my good word for the good people is to, number one, do the right thing uh, for yourself and for others and build your castle high. This is one of my favorite phrases. I like to tell all of my friends this all of the time. I know we have a lot of people in our lives who only want us to get as far as Mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, if you're a guy, you know, they only want you to have a nice looking girl or wife or woman or whatever. But they don't want her to be as bad as your chick. Right. Or they don't want your family to have as much as their family has. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's like my my friend, you know, with um, graduating with her PhD, you know, 
Some people might not want you to, you know, have an education, pass their education, or have as much money as they have, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever your castle is. But for my friends, and I don't understand when people can't have this mentality, for some reason it's a block. I want you all to build your castle as high as you can. Because if you build your castle higher than mine, you know what that says to me? It means that you're you're in my direct line. Mm-hmm. You are tangible to me, which means I can have it too. Mm-hmm. And so... I wish the best for yourself, but also wish the best for those around you and build your castle high. And don't be afraid um, to to allow people in your circle to have that same energy to build their castles high as as well without feeling any um, negativity on your part, any failure on your part Mm -hmm. or feeling like you have to catch up if you're happy where you are. Or um, spreading any negativity, you know, to try to diminish what they've accomplished. Because it's not worth it. It's not healthy. It it's not, not good for them. But they'll be fine. It's really not good for you. Mm-hmm, because there's something going on with you that That's right. you even feel like it's okay to be that way. That's right. You know? Well, sometimes I feel like people know internally that it's not, but they almost can't help it. So that might be something you want to talk to your therapist about. Honestly. Yeah. Because it's something in you that is insecure Mm -hmm. of of yourself because it's like you're holding a mirror up to what you're doing as a and as opposed to like what they're doing. Right. And you don't know what they went through to get where to get to where they are. You don't know what sacrifices they made or what sacrifices the people before them made or their parents made or their grandparents made. You don't know what happened that got them to this place. So here you are looking through the window instead of looking in a mirror. Exactly. And it's not the same picture. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. All right, so that's it. Um, that's all, folks. Thanks for hanging in with us today, guys. Hopefully, this show was really fun for you, as fun for you as it was for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can reach us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Culture Shock Podcast. Um, we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. You can always give us a review. We love those, and you can email us at BlackCultureShockPodcast at Gmail dot com. And go to our IG and follow us, please. We got to get our followers up. Yeah, have your friends follow as well. Mm -hmm. You know, post some good content. And we don't want you to miss anything. Anything else? No, girl. Bruh, you make me smile. I love your face. I love your personality. Yes, and your laugh makes me laugh. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. No problem. I am a girl named Tiffany. And 